What's going on, you guys? My name is Justin, but you can call me Jay Swag. And welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk with Swag. Appreciate you stopping by, giving a listen, hanging out. If you're in the live Facebook video, thanks for hanging out with us live. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're hanging out. And uh, joining us tonight by satellite, because uh, I always loved how they would say that. Joining us by satellite tonight is none other than Brandon O'Neill. It's uh, actually fiber optic network. It's not satellite. Yeah, but that's what they say like on ESPN, I feel like. so. <laughs> well, they don't. They probably are using Fios on ESPN, too. They probably so, are, yeah. You know, we're ahead of them. That's Believe true. Not. Yeah. Um, but we're here. We're live. Um, and we are, we're talking some wrestling. We're going to talk. Uh, we got, you can't hear anything. Oh, gosh. Two hours later. All right. We're good. Let's go, baby. We're back. Jeez, Louise. All right. Um, uh, this is going to be fun to edit and post. <laughs> um, and we got viewers back too. Um, I'm going to let's, uh, I'm not even going to share it out again. I don't even care. Um, that's okay. Okay. All right. Love you. Okay, so for those of you rejoining us or just now joining us, we're live and we are being heard. Um, apologies for the technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, we are uh, we're talking some wrestling. We're going to be talking pretty exclusively WrestleMania. Because WrestleMania is coming up this weekend. Too big for one night. Too big, baby. So we're going two nights. <laughs> Swag and bro Neil. Phil Rowley is here. Oh, my goodness. What's up, Phil? Freaking legend, that guy. Um, yeah, so WrestleMania is this weekend. So obviously, we got to make some predictions. If you've been around here for a while, you know we do this for every pay-per-view. And uh, this is the Super Bowl. That's for wrestling, right. baby. And they're doing it in front of no fans. <laughs> Super Bowl with no fans. I was trying to... Like, I'm trying to think. Is there any other sport who would have their... Essentially, their championship game or series in an empty arena? It's so interesting because no other... All the other sports just bagged out, you right. know? right. It's, I mean, there's always sports as just entertainment, right? But wrestling's the only one that really owned it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yes. It's like sports is just a television show. Like March Madness, just a television show. Right. You know? Yeah. But they're not owning it. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's just so, there's just so much about it that, just like boggles my mind and is confusing and disturbing and saddening. Um, it's so weird, man. Yeah. So it's I guess so weird. we'll start with the fact that 
Well, so we've already mentioned it's in front of no one. Yeah. Uh, it's two nights, which is the first time they've ever done that. Um, which I will say. Oh, and it's also pre-taped. Uh, they they filmed it last. Thank God. Yeah, they filmed it last <laughs> week. Although supposedly, I just something saw something on Twitter like ten minutes ago that apparently there's still, according to Triple H, there's going to be aspects of it that are still live. What does that mean? Which, uh, my guess is, since Rob Gronkowski is the host, that like the stuff that he does might still be like live oh, okay. for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't understand why they would need any part of it to be live if every other aspect is taped. Um, but that's what I'm assuming. But who knows? We'll see. Grant can just read mean tweets the entire time. I, I know. <laughs> he can do anything. Like, Literally he just, anything. Needs, he just live, needs to be taped, there. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. He'll be great. Um, but, yeah, so all those things. And I will say I think it's really good and smart that they're taping it. Um, which we talked about a little bit, um, last week or whatever, a couple weeks ago, um, because it's going to allow them to do things that they wouldn't normally be able to do. And it's going to allow them to put out exactly like the product that they want to. Right. Which in this instance is the best thing you can do. Um, because if well, you're it's, yeah and we you said probably have said this before and when you're talking about wrestling it's it, it's you know it's probably 50 percent audience in the product anyway yeah maybe more yeah for sure so like it's just so awkward to yeah. try to do it live it'd be awful yeah it, <laughs> and like apparent like there's been they've been like putting out feelers like the wwe have to see one possibility which i god i hope they don't do was like have fans live streaming their reactions to it and have that like be like a border around what's actually happening. Right, yeah. Which I'm like, that would be a train wreck because <laughs> you're just going to have everyone's audio like going at once. like <laughs> Everyone's dog barking. Everyone like just talking of, over each the, other. <laughs> like The awfulness of all of the Zoom meetings that all of us have sub- been subjected to working remotely. Yeah. But then on top just of that. Broadcasted. and But on top of that, you're doing that with the professional wrestling fan whatever. That's right. <laughs> Like, you better put that FCC delay on hard. Like, like two minutes, <laughs> because <laughs> they're gonna have to like censor, mute, and then some people they're just gonna have to like cut out of there entirely. Just videos getting blacked out, bleeps yeah. flying like crazy. I just, I really hope they don't do that, because <laughs> I, I think that's such a terrible idea. How many dudes pulling their shirts? Up, <laughs> I know, right? Like- uh, that'd be bad. Um, it would be funny though to see the signs. I mean, people making their own signs. Like, I yeah, I would love that, but I you know? really hope they don't do that. And if they do, for whatever reason, decide to do it, they like have to make it optional. Oh man! Because if they like, if they force you to have that while you watch <laughs> WrestleMania, that's gonna be bad. <laughs> like really bad. Oh um, man! But then the other idea they were floating around was like piping in. Uh, fake crowd noise classic sitcom which i was on the fence about and i was like i'm fine if they do that because again like that would all be in post so i feel like they'd be able to like cater it well and like have it actually sound how they wanted to um 
but it would still just be weird because you know it's fake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there would be a large contingent of people who would just watch the entire thing and be so confused. Yes, you that's know? also true. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you got all that happening. Um, I, I also think it was a good night for good idea for it to go to two nights. Uh, if only they'd have jumped on that idea last year. I know, <laughs> I know, because so last year, for those who don't know, um, last year WrestleMania was seven and a half hours. What's up? Okay, seven and a half hours. We watched it together live, um, and it was tough to get through. Yeah, I kind of uh, felt like I it lasted much longer yeah. than seven hours. It felt like it lasted, it was like a week-long event. Like, it felt like it was literally like we woke up in the same house, turned it on, and then at like 12.30, it was like, oh, we're done. Like, I just spent an entire full day watching You know, it felt <laughs> like this year's two-day event. It just felt like that last year. You know, it was yeah. only seven, like, they got the feeling of it last year. It was doing a trial run. Yeah. And like, this is how it's going to feel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I'm really glad they put it to two nights because it's going to be easier to watch, especially when you think of how it's going to be all in front of no fans. So it's like if you try to subject people to seven and a half hours of no crowd wrestling, that's like going to be even more unbearable. So it makes sense to split it up into two. And I think they said um that each runtime is going to be like three hours 15 minutes i think they like just split it right in half. like set that basically um which i'm totally fine with that'll be you know i'm kind of realizing how astounding it was that i watched the seven hours in the first place like, it's in- like it's incredible even hearing them saying we're going to split it up into two t- two nights and i'm like thank god there's no way i'd watch <laughs> seven hours of that it's like but well, you did <laughs> play the tape yeah you you did yeah um (laughs) so yeah good on them for doing that um but before we actually get into our predictions and the rest of the episode um i figure it'd be uh apropos if you gave an introduction if there was any to your connection with the professional wrestling World. I am the I am the right person to be here for your listener who uh who just is doesn't follow but is actually tuned into a wrestling podcast. Like yes. you, you need me is yes. what I'm saying. So yeah. I I come for the pay-per-views baby and then I dip. That's kind of my That's right. <laughs> yeah yeah it's it'll be good because i don't i so i i was a wrestling fan when i was a kid my dad watched has been a kind of a lifelong fan so i was watching weekly when i was in about like high school age Mm. Uh, my dad made me watch the doc the documentary i can't remember what it's called and it might be on hulu because Mm. i was scrolling Hulu the other day and i saw a wrestling documentary popped up and i was like is that the same wrestling documentary that i watched someone that's um, like, isn't it called like beyond the mat or something yeah it might be that one yeah. i can't, like i was looking at it i was like that might be it because he made me watch that before he let me watch wrestling ooh interesting so it was the first r rated movie i ever saw nice <laughs> it was a documentary nice and he was like you can't watch wrestling until you watch this because you need to know it's fake and you need to know like or that it's scripted or whatever yeah and you need to know because at at that age you know and i remember in preschool kids like dropping elbows on each other like oh yeah that's what you did 
absolutely so he was like you need to understand that this is like a part of a greater thing here yeah and so uh but i was watching wheatley for a while and my heyday was was dave batista back before i knew his first name uh ray mysterio who's still one of my favorites and Stu, i still hate all the squash matches he gets thrown (laughs) into is a freaking travesty um I actually remember Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit mm. to throw out the two most controversial names I can. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, tr- some of the others, Randy Orton in his heyday, Triple H was wrestling, Edge was wrestling, Shawn Michaels was wrestling. Um, mm. And uh, that was my heyday. So I still get a couple of those guys coming back, like Edge's premiere, ev- Edge's return at, at uh, SummerSlam was like big time. Like, oh, yeah. oh let's go, baby. Oh, yeah. I had that intro song on my iPod. <laughs> like, bring it on. Let's go. <laughs> And so, uh, but but since then, I'm out. I'm just totally out. Braun Strowman, don't give a crap. Who is that guy? <laughs> so, I, I, it'll be great though because I do enjoy it. I enjoy the sport, and so it'll. Uh, I, I like popping in for the pay per views. But I'm just gonna have you explain all the storylines to me, and then give my opinion like it matters. Yes, yes. So, yes, there's a very specific reason of why I wanted Brandon to be on this episode because a, I was like, I think these predictions episodes are just missing a little <laughs> bit of something. And uh, it's, it's good to have someone to bounce off of and, and go back and forth with. And it's also good for that person to not be tuned in nearly as much as I am. And I, the way I thought of it is like, you're someone who knows who most of them are and like yeah. what they look like. Yeah. And like, that gives me a leg up on the average wrestling yes, fan or the yes. average, like maybe WrestleMania viewer. Totally. And I was going to say, <laughs> and that's about it with some brief history from the past like year and a half. But so, yeah, so we're going to be going through the whole card and I'll be given. Um, oh, and just one more thought on that was too. Yes. I, I feel like if you're really tuned in. Like you are, like your your predictions are almost always like you just almost sweep it every time, right? So I'll bring a little bit of drama to That's it because, true. like, I think people who are plugged in like get it. Like you get how it's written, you get how the story's progressing. You've seen it a million times, right? Here I am, I'm the wild card, baby. <laughs> you know, it gets a little repetitive when you're when you get it right every time. True. So yeah, it's time to switch it up. That's right. <laughs> so. Yeah, so we're going to go through the card, which, by the way, 16 matches. I'm here for it. Two nights, um, baby. Yeah. And we, um, I'll be giving storyline uh, updates and kind of context for each one so that you can have something to work off of and just so that the, the common viewer will understand a little bit of what's going on. Which is um, also me. I don't know what's going yep, on. Yep, yep. And then, of course, if you are in the live audience on Facebook, please feel free to chime in in the comments uh, with what your predictions are, or if you have any questions in terms of wrestling or just sports at all, we'll happily take a break to answer those questions too. Um, so without further ado, WrestleMania 36, let's get into it. I, uh, I have the card pulled up here on Wikipedia, uh, which is great because anyone in the world can write anything so you know uh you can trust it so you know you're getting the best information yeah yeah all right so i there we still don't know like what the actual order is going to be for either night so i'm just going to go in reverse order as they're listed 
because it basically is going to go from the least interesting matches to the most interesting. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, so first one <clears throat> is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Who's now, Otis? Yep, I knew that was coming. <laughs> so Otis, let me uh, let me pull up a picture real quick here for for the stream. I'm gonna do Otis. All right, I've got the stream pulled up too, so I can see it when you throw it. All right. It's going to... Oh, come on. Hold on. (laughs) This is so difficult to do it. Let's do this. Here we go. All right, so we're going to go like this real quick. The stream's going to look weird, but whatever. This is Otis. <clears throat> and he's uh, he's a big, beefy boy. I've got the delay. I'm waiting to see him. <laughs> I'm waiting to see him. The people already saw him. It's coming. I'm going to Google him. Oh, here he comes. Here he comes. Otis. No thanks. So this Who's is that schmuck. This is Otis. So he um that so guy? That guy. <clears throat> so he is part of a uh unless he's a, a an NXT guy then I'm all in. So he was NXT up until <laughs> up until about a year ago when he got called up and he's part of a tag team called uh Heavy Machinery. Dude, he is huge. And he, yes, he's very large. Um, he's he's more on the uh, comedic side of things, if you will. His character, um, and you know he <clears throat> he doesn't have a whole lot of range in his move set. Uh, but All one right. of his one of his moves that really gets the crowd going is he. Uh, He'll he'll do the worm across the ring and then drop an elbow on the guy. <clears throat> Say that again. You you b- broke up for me. He'll he'll do the worm across the ring <laughs> and then drop an elbow. I'm so glad I asked you to repeat it. Yes, it's a sight to behold. It's That's very insane. It really is something special. Um, what's it called? What's the move called? I honestly don't even know. I'm gonna search Otis wrestler worm. Yeah, that's definitely all you need. Uh, so essentially, so he's going up against Dolph Ziggler, which I'm sure you remember who he is. Yes. I know Dolph Ziggler. Also not a huge fan of him. Yeah. So for context, Dolph is the heel. Otis is the baby face. And essentially they've been feuding for like two, two and a half months because you should remember this from the Royal Rumble. He is the one who, that girl, Mandy, when yeah. she like got tossed out and she landed yeah. on him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I had no yeah. idea who that yeah. guy was. Yeah, so they had a little, you know, will they, won't they kind of thing. 
And then on Valentine's Day, <laughs> she stood him up for Dolph Ziggler. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that's so. not setting up a match at WrestleMania, what is? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Um, so, so there, so that's it. That's really all the context that I can give. You know, they've had some back and forth. Their teams have fought each other. Um, there's really not a whole lot else. Um, you know, it's one of those matches where it was made official last week on SmackDown and the setup for it was just like so bad. And it was just like, okay, so this is just a match that we're going to have. Um, a fun, interesting note. So Dolph Ziggler has been with WWE for, I believe, like 15 years. That's wild. And this is his first uh, singles WrestleMania match. Really? Yeah. And it's the most boring one, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. And according to me. <laughs> and according to Justin. He's going to lose it. Ah. My prediction guy. is Otis is going to win. You're going to get the nice underdog baby face win. Because, you know, Otis will finally be able to get his hands on old Dolph. Um, and Mandy has made it very clear that this match isn't, uh, you know... Not they're, change not, anything? they're not fighting for her. Yeah. Oh. But, but the fact that she said that... Right. Probably right. is. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if she'll end up with Otis or stay with Dolph. I'm All sure... Right, so here's my prediction. Yeah. Otis is going to win because of what you just described to me using the information that I have. Yeah. And then I'm guessing Mandy's coming out to the ring, kiss at center ring. Ooh. You heard it here first. Wow. All right. Well, yeah. That's the part that I'm unsure of is where she, where does she come into play here? Um, I don't know because there's also, there's also like some like a little bit of like backstory going on that I obviously I honestly haven't really been paying attention at all with like her tag team partner potentially being involved somehow. I don't Who's really know. Who's her tag partner? Sonia Deville, um, who I really like. She's actually really talented. She like has a background in MMA. Um, What's her name? Sonia Deville. Sonia Deville. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I've seen her before. Yeah, she doesn't really get featured that much, which is a bummer. Um, so there might be something going on with her too, having like played a role in something. I don't really know, but at the end of the day, we're here to predict the matches, and it sounds That's like right. we're both going with Otis on this one. That's right. All right, big Otis getting the win. You can take my qualifier to the bank, though. All right. Yeah, you want to lay down a hot parlay? Yeah. That's the way. All right. I'll uh, make sure to include that on the Facebook post. Yes. That goes live on Saturday with our predictions. All right. Moving right along, we have uh, the Kabuki Warriors, which is Asuka and Kairi Sane, uh, defending the Women's Tag Team Championships against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Ooh. Um, this should be... A good match. Um, and I know I say this like 
every single time, but if they give this the right amount of time, I think it can be a really good match. Um, because mm-hmm. all four of these women are really good in the ring. Um, and I think they have good chemistry together, both in their teams and with each other. Um, so tell me, as again, as a popping in fan, yeah, how is the Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross tag team shape out? Because uh, I'm a, Alexa Bliss is one of my favorites, yeah, and Nikki Cross is one of my least favorites, yeah, and I can't tell if she's a character or not. So w- what does that tag look like? Um, so basically, it's you know, Nikki Cross before this tag team formed was kind of. Um, I'm trying to remember what her, like, she had like a nickname. Um, I was going to say the Scottish psychopath, but I think that's, that might be Drew McIntyre's. I can't remember. Um, but she was essentially just like, her character was just like, she's crazy. Right. Like she's just insane. Um, and she would just like go wild in the ring. Um, but it never really caught on on the main roster. It did a lot better when she was in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but so for a while there, a lot of people, myself included, thought that this partnership was going to end with Alexa Bliss turning on Nikki Cross. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't. It's been like, I think, like almost a year that they've been tagging. But it's essentially like Alexa Bliss is kind of like the 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 finesse and the glitz and the glamour of of the team and then Nikki is more like the like the brawn and the just like hit you in the face yeah part of it um it works really well they have like a pretty good dynamic um i don't know if you've actually ever been able to watch them as a team i think i don't think i have and any pay-per-view we've we've watched together they've always been separate yeah yeah I think Alexa Bliss had a singles match at SummerSlam. Yeah. So I think it should be good. Um, The, there's not really a whole lot of backstory to this one. This one was kind of thrown together pretty last minute. Um, You know, Asuka and Kairi Sane are the champions and they have been for quite a while now. Um, And essentially I think it just happened with, I honestly don't remember who instigated, but one of them just calling out the other team. All just right. being like, oh, like, you know, we're better than you. We can beat you, something like that. Like, really simple, just, like, calling them out. Um, and then it was put together and, you know, made a, an official match or whatever. Um, so, so my other question, Asuka yeah. was the champion at one point, right? Yes. And I always knew about her uh, tag partner because uh her partner would show up in the singles matches that asuka was at yep but are have we transitioned from asuka making title runs to doing mostly tag stuff yeah so she had a little um she had a little stint there while what where while she was tag champ she was also uh going against becky lynch for the raw women's title she never won it and then they did kind of like move her back to just kind of focusing on the tag team all right side of things um 
She's a great wrestler. I, that's the only experience I've had of her is just yeah. watching her. And I think in those in those title attempts. Yeah, she's a great she's a great worker. Um, so like that's what I was saying. Like if you give this even just like twelve minutes, yeah, and allow them to like flesh it out, um, I think it could be a really good match. So it's hard to predict though because like. There's just so many times where they'll like give a lot of attention and focus to the women's tag team championships, and then they'll just go like three months without like defending them once or like ever fighting as a tag team, and then they'll go back to doing it again and like focusing on them, and that's like been no matter who the champions are. Um, yeah. So it's been frustrating. So like my instincts are saying that Asuka and Kyrie saying retain here. Because they're more the more established team, they've been kind of like the dominant champions kind of thing. Um, but you know, it's WrestleMania, so they might you know go for a pull the trigger up. and yeah, and and switch it up. But I think at the end of the day, WrestleMania is was supposed to be pirate kind of themed because it was in Tampa Bay. So they're kind of playing on the whole Buccaneers pirate theme kind of thing. So, and Kyrie Sane is often like a kind of a pirate cosplay uh, ah. gear kind of gal. So a lot of people were expecting if this were to happen like at Raymond James Stadium that she was going to have some like sick like pirate entrance. Right. Yeah. Um, so... Based purely off of that, I'm going to say that her and Oscar retain the titles. Dude, I didn't know about that, but I, I swear to God I was going to say they were going to retain as well. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yep. That's my vote. Any reasoning or just... Nah. Just, yeah. <laughs> you don't have to because some of these, there just is no reason for them to even be fighting. So No, this is totally a, a case of me just being like... I. I'm I'm imagining the matchup and just kind of thinking about like you know the very little that I know and it's just a yeah. feeling. Yeah, that's fair enough. Kabuki Warriors. Yeah, lock it a, in. They got a sweet name. You know, they're a good ta- good team. They have a good look and totally. <clears throat> you can't always have the good guys win. Um. Okay. Next up, we have Sami Zayn defending the Intercontinental Championship against Daniel Bryan. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay, so Daniel Bryan, big time superstar, definitely know who he is. Sami yeah, Zayn, yep. never heard of him. Yeah, so he th- that is because for majority of 2018, he was injured and just off TV entirely. Got and it. then for like half of 2019, he was also out. Wow. Um, yeah, he had some pretty serious, I think it was like rotator cuff or shoulder or something where he had to have like surgery and then long recovery time. Um, but yeah, so Sami Zayn, so the context here, Sami Zayn is kind of in a little stable right now with Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, and... Big I'll fan be- of Shinsuke Nakamura. Yes, yes, me too. And I'm really sad that this is like the only form got, we're going to see. Yeah, he's got no match. He's just yeah, kind of sidekicking. Yeah, which is a bummer. Um, but you know who knows? He might get involved. But um, 
So up until like a month ago, um, Sami Zayn hadn't wrestled since he had been back. He had kind of been more in a managerial position where he was kind of like the Paul Heyman to Shinsuke. Um, he was kind of like the, uh, the mouthpiece for him and, you know, was always at ringside and did all the promos for him and was like the hype man and stuff like that. And he was really, really great in that role. Um, and then he recruit, he actually tried to recruit Daniel Bryan into that stable, but Daniel Bryan declined Mm. and then they ended up getting Cesaro in there as well. And then, uh, at, oh my gosh, I don't even remember what it was called. What was the most recent pay-per-view? Elimination Chamber. Uh, at Elimination Chamber, Braun Strowman was the Intercontinental, Ch- Intercontinental Champion, and he was defending a- it against all three of them in a ah. three-on-one handicap match. And he ended up losing to Sami Zayn. Um, and basically the the story in that match and that kind of rivalry between them was that Braun Strowman was never able to get his hands on Sami Zayn because Shinsuke and Cesaro would always intervene. And so in that match, Zayn never touched Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman never touched him, but then Sami Zayn ended up getting the pin and becoming the champion. Um, so he kind of cheated. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, so then it's been it's been pretty similar vibes with it's a very new like rivalry that he has with Daniel Bryan. It literally came about like two weeks ago. Um, and there's really not a whole lot there. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Obviously, Zayn is the heel. Daniel Bryan is the babyface. Um, but outside of that, there's really not a whole lot of context because, again, this is just another really new rivalry that like just started. Right. Um, so for me, I, it's like, I really want to say that Daniel Bryan will win because he's just like one of the most beloved superstars, like on the planet right now. Um, and him getting a big title win at WrestleMania would be like a real, you know, good feel good moment. Um, and, you know, he's he makes for a great intercontinental champion, but it's like Sami Zayn just won it like three weeks ago. And I th- I feel like they have more to like flesh out and like uh experiment with as him as the champion and like not really like fighting at all. Um right. especially being part of that stable, you could definitely also work in some storylines of like um them kind of getting you know intertwined because Sammy didn't do any of the work but he's the champion so I think I'm going to go with Sammy to retain here which I wow I, I don't want to happen but I think that's like a nice little like swerve that they can pull um and like I'm like I think they can there's a lot more that they can kind of experiment with with him as champion moving forward cuz Daniel Bryan will have his time, you know. Always has his time, which is why I'm going with Daniel Bryan, baby. D. Bryan. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Lock I, it I'm, in. I'm like just curious as to 
what they're actually going to do for this match because, like I said, they've basically been playing on the whole thing of Sami Zayn like not actually fighting at all, but now he's right. in like a one-on-one singles match and like you you probably aren't aware of this because like you didn't even really know who he was but he's like a really good worker like Mm -hmm. like if i said two years ago if someone told me two years ago that they would be in a wrestlemania match for the intercontinental championship i would be i would like poop my pants i'd be so excited because that (laughs) would be like that's like a dream match to like see them fight yeah. So I'm curious if they'll actually like let that happen or if it's going to be more of like the whole like running around, lots of interference. Right. And yeah. Stuff with like the that. two guys at ringside, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate those matches for I the know. record. <laughs> <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. I'm hoping uh, well, they don't go that route, but. Well, well yeah, see. it sounds like I pre- you're probably right, but I think this is a good point for us to diverge on the on the prediction card. For sure, yeah. Gotta gotta make it interesting. Um, all right. Next up. Oh, here we go, baby. It's the Brando Bowl. Next up. It's a single. It's not a singles match. It's a last man standing match. Oh. It's Edge versus Randy Orton. The kings of the golden age of wrestling, which is just. The period that Brandon was watching regularly. Which was the mid-2000s. That's right, baby. <laughs> um, Let's go. Yeah, so Edge, The battle Randy of Orton. the great entrance songs, really. The Yeah, and the battle of the, uh, the great promos. Because Edge is all, all That's about right. the face. It's all the face, baby. It's that and jaw. Randy, Randy is all about just like the like dragging you along and just like stringing it out and just like very sparingly using his words. Um, but so context for this one. Um, so these guys were both wrestling back in the basically from like 2003 up until I think 2011 when Edge retired. Um, and they were, they had a big run there as a tag team um, where they were multiple time tag team champions. Um, they were one of the most prominent tag teams at that time. They had, you know, really great chemistry, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't remember, honestly, if if that tag team ended with one of them turning on the other or they kind of just like dissipated and broke up. Hmm. Um, I honestly can't remember, but the way that they've been building it is that that didn't happen and that they were just like a tag team. They were brothers. They were good friends. And then edge had to retire um, due to injuries. So then as Brandon mentioned at the Royal rumble in January, edge made his long awaited return after nine years off of what he thought was the end of his career because of multiple neck injuries, but he um, was able to rehab it and like, you know, work out whatever and get back into shape. And he's been cleared by the doctors. So he returned to Royal rumble looking great, by the way, looked be- literally the best he's ever looked in his career. Um, Cause I actually went back the other day and watched 
Edge's match with The Undertaker from WrestleMania like 24 or something uh, in 2008, and he looks significantly better now. That's um, wild. Yeah. And he was like 34, 32, like physical prime then. Yeah. Uh, now I think he's like 46, <laughs> and he looks incredible. Um, but so... Yeah, so he and Randy Orton had kind of like a run-in um, at the Ro- in the Royal Rumble match where they kind of were working together for a little bit, and then it looked like Randy was going to throw Edge out, but then he got the double cross and threw him out. But then it was just like, ah, like you, you got me. Yeah. Um, but then a couple weeks later on Raw, Edge comes out for like his first official appearance. And he's just like, oh, like I thought, you know, I was done, but now I'm back. You know, the, you know, the whole um, tears of joy promo thing. And then Randy Orton comes out and um, he's like, oh, like, you know, so glad to have you back. Like, what do you say? Like the tag team gets together like one more time for one more match. And then Edge is like, you know, playing off the crowd like, oh, like, should we do it? And then all of a sudden, uh randy like hits him with an rko Boom. and then just starts nailing him with chair shots and Woo! gets the uh i don't know if you remember the the concerto where he's he's got edge on the on the mat he puts a chair under his head and then gets another one no i don't know that one slams Smash the chair him. down on his head um oh man um but he doesn't actually hit him in the head um what Yes. Oh, well, so it's you know the, the it looks like he does, but the way that it's pretty easy is they just have so you have, you got the steel chair like on the mat, and the top of it is like sticking out you know f- from underneath his head, and then you just get the angle so right. that the top of the other chair just hits it, so you just hear the smack, but it it looks looks great, awful, yeah. Um, so he does that, and then um, you know. Basically, more of you know going back and forth sets up a match for them at WrestleMania. Last man standing match. So for those of you who don't know, that means there's no disqualifications, no countouts, no submissions, no pinfalls. It's um, as soon as someone is like prone on the ground, you know, either in the ring or outside of it doesn't matter. As soon as they're prone, the ref starts counting, and if you can't make it up by a count of ten, then you lose. Um. So, yeah, that's basically the context. Um, nice. I'm trying, to th- trying to think if there's anything else I should hit before I kind of just go into my prediction, because I honestly... Kind of a toss-up? I was going to say, I kind of feel like this is one of the easiest matches to predict. Ooh! Like... I feel like it's like, how can they go any other way than like Edge winning? How had Edge coming back, man? Like his first official match back in ten year, nine years after everyone thought he was done. Yeah, it's in. It's probably the the hottest feud going into WrestleMania, and probably the most like excited about match on the card, the entire card. So they need um, that catharsis. Yes. Yeah, and I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like you can't go any other way other than him because 
it's just like I feel like it, his return would just fall flat if he comes back and then just like loses his first match. Right. Yeah. Like, how do you build him back up then to have another match after that? Right. Because like Randy Orton's gonna be fine. You and know, it's he, WrestleMania too. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's he's still on the main roster. He's still full time. You know, he can take the loss. So you can put me down for Edge. Yeah, I'll I'll second that. And you got to think too that like it, they can always build the same thing back up, like right. w- with a Randy Orton loss with either of them losing. <clears throat> yeah, it doesn't really stall anything. Yeah, and so it it's it's a better, the more respectful play to have Randy Orton take the L. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, especially because knowing that Edge has been pretty vocal about. Um, both like on WWE programming and off, how he wants this like last run of his career to basically be where he can like fight people that he didn't have the like chance to. Mm. So he wants to fight like Seth Rollins. He wants to fight like Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan. Just like give everyone the matches that they you know want to see. And so I think in doing that. I think we're probably going to see him lose a lot more of those matches to kind of put over like the younger, newer talent. Yeah. Whereas like with a match like this, it's like, these are two guys who've been in the industry for like 20 years. Like, yeah, dude, I like it. I'm on board with that reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So I really wish that, um, OBS worked with my computer so I could play audio right now because (laughs) I would just be, jamming out Edge's theme song right now. That's what I was going to say. If I pick him for any reason, it's because of that shout-out to Alter Bridge and the theme song. It's killer. It's one of the best like entrance themes, I think, in professional wrestling. Perfect. Couldn't have said it better myself. Yeah. I'm trying to think of one that like I like more. That just... Because that one just like gets me fired up. That's the standard, man. Like Anything that I think of is like, but is it as good? And he just like plays it so well, like, and they got like the smoke coming out when he comes through and it's just it's killer it's it's fantastic yeah um (laughs) phil chimed in in the comments three minutes ago and said talk about all the sports that aren't happening um (laughs) i don't know if we have time for that in this episode phil uh but if you do go check out like the previous like two or three episodes i pretty much did that exclusively nice um all right, next up is one that was literally set up last week. It's Elias versus King Corbin. Ugh. In a singles match for no reason. <laughs> with no stakes. Um, is this just going to be like a weird, quick, quashy thing? Yeah, uh, yeah. This is... It's like one of those matches where a lot of people are just like, so you're using this just as filler so that you can like fill out the night. But it's like, it would be so much better if you just didn't have this match at all and gave a different one more time. (laughs) Right. Because it's not going to be like a 15 minute match. It's going to be like five minutes max. Maybe five minutes. Like absolute maximum five minutes. Yes. And it's not going to be entertaining in the slightest. I don't think any I've ever seen Elias win 
I guess an, I've only watched pay-per-views, but he always gets smashed with his guitar, and then he takes a massive L. Most people probably even even seen him like in official matches, because <laughs> half the time it's just him coming out and singing, and it's then someone comes out. People interrupting his promos. Yeah, it's. I mean, like last year at WrestleMania, he was doing a song, and then like John Cena came out and interrupted him. Yeah, and then just like I think he like did a. Uh, they did like a little mini rap battle, which was actually pretty entertaining. I remember that. And then and then Cena just like hit him with his finisher and we were done and moved we on. all went home. Um Yeah, I mean again, there's just like absolutely no context to this. They've like uh I think had like a few interactions the past like two weeks. But that's it. Um Elias is the baby face, King Corbin is the heel. Uh I'm just going to go with Corbin on this one just because, yeah, like you say, said, without I don't think I've ever seen about Elias it, win. <laughs> without knowing anything about it, it's Corbin's going to smash him with a guitar and it'll be yeah. over in, yeah. in like 45 seconds. Yeah. It may yeah, it may not even go like two minutes. If it makes it a minute, that's my, that's my parlay that you can add to the post. Here we go. All right. It's going to be Corbin in under 60 seconds. In under 60 seconds. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> but with a guaranteed guitar shot, too. With a guarantee, I think we're both on that back. one. We're definitely both on that one. Yes, that's definitely gonna happen. Um, yeah, I just like I don't even have like anything else to say about it. This is one of the ones that just it just doesn't make any sense. Um, all right, next up is another one that makes absolutely no sense and was literally thrown together with even less context and reasoning. And it's uh, Alistair Black versus um, Bobby Lashley. My guy. Um, <laughs> they haven't even had any interactions with each other. They've never even met. It's possible. <laughs> they literally, like, no rivalry whatsoever. All of a sudden, like two weeks ago, it was just like announced, and it was just like Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. And then since then, they haven't interacted either. What? It's just it's just a match. Which, at the end of the day, if you do it with the right people, I'm fine with that. Because if it's going to be a match that's just like all about the wrestling, right? And it's just like, hey, this isn't any rivalry, but it's just going to be, you know, like, oh, it's Rey Mysterio versus like Chris Jericho. I'd be like, yeah, right. Like that's just going to be a great, entertaining match. I don't need any reasoning. But this one is Alistair Black versus Bobby Lashley, who do not have, uh, like, uh, cohesive fighting styles <laughs> at all. They've never worked together before. I just don't get it, um, and I don't think it's going to be a good match. But I just I don't know who's going to win, though. Dude, I know. It's Bobby Lashley, man. You know yeah. why? Because he's got the experience, and he used to wrestle in the, in the early 2000s or the mid-2000s. <laughs> so that's how I know he's going to win. Fair enough. Aleister Black's not going to win. You know why? Because I've never heard, never heard of him. Till just now. Fair enough. That's all the reasoning you need for a match like this. See, and it sounds like that's, yeah, it sounds like it's right on point. But you know what? 
I, I'm going to go with Alistair Black, and I'm going to say that he wins it in like five seconds. What? Because so his the thing that they've been kind of hitting on the past couple weeks is they put him in squash matches where he's just hit his finisher and that's it, like right off the bat. Because it's it's called the black mass and it's just like this basically like a spinning kick. Yeah. That he that their big thing about it is just like he can like he pulls it out of nowhere and it just like all of a sudden it's just like it's like super quick. It looks great. Um and it's just like boom, hit him in the jaw with the kick and then they're like out. No, oh, well then it's definitely gonna happen here. So that's my guess is that because like last week on Raw, they had some jobber come out and was like talking trash, like in the middle of the ring, like whatever. And then he just walks up, hits the kick, and like it, we're done. Yeah. So my guess is that they're going to do that similarly, but they're going to try to play off of the whole like, oh, Bobby Lashley is, you know, ripped as all ever. And right. You know, he's going to pull it out on someone who's like super strong man, who's a, who's a strong guy. Dude, I stand by my prediction, but that makes a lot of sense. That's fine because I, who? What do I know? <laughs> they could have Lashley win it with one move. You know, Lashley's gonna flex him to death. That's what, that's <laughs> what's gonna happen. He's gonna get him caught in between his two pecs, and then he, Alistair's gonna tap out. Just squeeze his head until he just passes out. Right. I would. I would so much rather see that happen. I can't tell you how excited I would be, dude. That's that's all I have for that match though. There's just nothing else. Um Next up <laughs> is uh more people that you don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm clicking on their pages though to see what they look like. Oh, I know the so, Street Profits. Yeah, I was going to say you may know the Street Profits. So we got the Street Profits defending the Raw Tag Team Championships against Austin Theory and Angel Garza. So, I don't know either <clears throat> of those people. Context. Well, so Street Profits were in NXT up until like f- six months ago, and then they got called up. Um, they are wildly entertaining. Um, Angelo Dawkins, who's like the bigger guy, not a great worker. He's fine, but Montez Ford, the smaller, more athletic guy, is like, whoa! Like his athleticism is like off the charts, and he's got like so much charisma. Um, really, really, really entertaining. Um, mm. and then they just run, they just beat, uh, Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, like probably two months ago for wow. the tag team championships. Yeah. It was great. The crowd would like really popped for it too, which I was a little surprised by, Okay, uh, but they were pumped. Um, and so then <clears throat> Austin theory is like really new to the company. He was in NXT for like a month. And then all of a sudden just like got called up on Monday. Wow. I was like in a tag match and now he's in this one. Um, and then Angel Garza, pretty similar situation. He's been around for a little longer, but he also just recently got called up to Raw. Um, but, and so like he, he kind of was, he's been like in and out of like, um, it's been like him, Rey Mysterio, Andrade and Umberto Carrillo, basically just like the four Spanish wrestlers, Hispanic wrestlers that they have. I think they're all Mexican, actually. Um, 
all basically just like fighting each other in different matches. Right. Because um, they're all some of the best workers. But Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo are actually cousins. So they've kind of played off of that fact a little bit. Um, there is a it, family tree chart on Angel Garza's Wikipedia page. I was going to say, I think he's from a pretty famous wrestling family. Yes. Because Humberto Carrillo is listed there. Mm. Is there a relation to Eddie Guerrero? I feel like there was, but I could be mistaken. I do not see Eddie Guerrero here. Okay. But uh, he's the nephew of Hector Garza. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I think there that his family was like, if like, like Hulk Hogan had like a wrestling family in Mexico. I think that's basically what they are. Yeah, he's a third they're generation just, wrestler. They're just like cream of the crop. Um, and Mexican, you were correct. Yeah. So it was initially supposed to be Andrade and Angel Garza. But then, like, two weeks ago, Andrade got, like, a rib injury or something. Ah. So he's out. So then they kind of just... That's where Austin Theory kind of just, like, came out of nowhere. Yeah. So I literally know nothing about him. I haven't seen him wrestle once, but apparently he's, like, really good in the ring. So, But there's no way they're giving him a a victory at WrestleMania. I don't think so. Like, and they're just, like, a thrown-together team. Right. Like Like, they had no connections to each other either up until him just being his replacement. Um, I think this will be a really entertaining match though um, because they can really go in the ring. And I think, like I said, Montez Ford is like super exciting to watch. And then Angel Garza and Austin Theory are like really good technical wrestlers. So I think it'll be a really well-fought good match. I think they'll look good in defeat. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I have the Street Profits retaining because I think they're in for – a healthy run from what you've just described. There's no freaking way that Austin theory and angel guards are going to win. Yeah. But they, only... again, like you said, they get a good pop here. Yeah. A nice little push from the appearance. And for, if they do yeah. well, totally. So it's a win, win. Yeah. I they think both so. I win. think everyone's winners. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I think, I think it'll be a quality match. I think they'll look good in defeat, but I think the right move is to have the Street Profits retain here. Um, but I mean, it could be one of those things where they do decide to like just totally swerve and have the random newbies get the upset victory. You but, think so? I I mean, it's it's Vince McMahon. He, <laughs> you know, he loves to do weird things. So I don't think it will happen. Yeah. Um, I think Street Profits retain here. Um, all right. Next up, and this this is going to be one of two matches that'll be interesting to see what happens, and I'll explain why. So next up is The Miz and John Morrison versus The New Day versus The Usos in a triple threat ladder match for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Now. Fun card. As I, yes. However. As I mentioned earlier, SmackDown, uh, WrestleMania was taped last week. Yes. And we know for a fact that The Miz did not compete. Really? Because he showed up sick, uh, and everyone was very not okay with that. So they sent him home, and he did not compete. 
Oh my goodness. So that's a mad drama. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna like explain that away, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Um hold on, I'm getting some fan mail on my phone. (laughs) Fan mail. It's my mom texting me asking if we're still going. Very nice. <laughs> um so what was I saying? Um the, they're going to explain it away from the Miz not showing yeah. up. So we still at this point it's being advertised as the match happening like like normal. as normal, so, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how I'm assuming that like the, this Friday on SmackDown they're going to have, you know, some sort of like attack on him or they'll do something like in a match to make it be like, Oh, he got injured so he can't compete. Oh, so you think they'll but, write it in? Yeah, that would be my assumption. Cause I can't imagine that they'll just not have the match at all. Or they could just drop in like a replacement and say, stay home America. <laughs> That's never going to happen. <laughs> Cause they still have yet to mention the virus in any fashion. No way. Programming. Yeah. Not once. They just did they just happened to not let any fans in. Yeah. It's like they haven't like mentioned at all, like, oh yeah, it's because weird of a virus. Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. Um (sighs) sorry. Um, so yeah, my assumption is they're going to write it in and I don't know if they're going to then have like a replacement for him or if they're going to say like John Morrison has to like defend the titles by himself. Um, that could be interesting. Yeah. Which I'd be fine with. Or the only other thing I think I can think of is they'd say they'd some somehow write it in so that that their team is not competing and it's just like not a title match and then it's just like uh like the new day versus the usos and just like a tag match right which would be lame yeah which would be lame and i would hope they don't do that but it's just like a possibility because at this point like again like they haven't announced anything for it and like they have to somehow (laughs) explain him out of the match so right i'll say this either way my prediction is that the Usos win, but for a little bit more context, essentially back in February, Miz and John Morrison beat the New Day for the tag titles, and then they defended them in an elimination chamber last month against five other teams, and they won. Um, it was kind of one of those like by the skin of their teeth wins where they like kind of cheated, but it was like legal, but you know, they didn't, you know, they didn't look very good in sure in victory. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, just, uh, laughing at your wife chiming in, in the comments saying Kofi and the edge are literal gods. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Um, yeah. Totally um, on board. 
I just like how she refers to him as the edge. That's great. Did she say the um, edge? She said the edge, capitalized the edge. Oh, that's Bush League. <laughs> what is going on? Um, but anyway, so you know, they're and they're like they're like the heels, and they're the classic like you know cheat to win heels. Um, so my guess was that like the Usos kind of just returned recently, like two months ago after being off TV for a while. They're like fan favorites, like, you know, up alongside like the new day. Um, the new day are just like the classic team who they're like six time champions. Like they're the most popular team in the company right now. Like, I don't think they really need the titles right now. So my guess would be that the Usos, I was going to say that the Usos win regardless of like, this whole Miz thing. So my guess is that they still end up winning here either way. But so here's my prediction then. Yeah. Here I come. This is a protest prediction because I will hate how Kofi is constantly treated in his singles, in the tags, whatever. So my protest is that uh, the Miz and John Morrison retain one, so I can split off from you and make the make the prediction yeah. card more interesting. <clears throat> of course. And two, out of protest to WWE for not doing more for Kofi, constantly squashing him, denying him everything that he deserves. So I love Kofi. But so you love him, so you're saying he's going to lose again, though? Yeah, it's protest. That's your... your... <laughs> okay. Yep. <laughs> Okay, all right. It's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Because sure. the Miz and John Morrison are going to retain. Yeah. Absolutely well, ridiculous. John Morrison is going to retain. Well, John Morrison retain and the Miz, Miz is going to up, up all the victory on his coattails. Yeah. From- I'm just I'm just really curious as to how they're going to like you know, explain this away. Yeah, well, yes, we'll find out on SmackDown, eh? I hope so. Uh, they may even do something where it's like night of, um, like WrestleMania. It's just like, you know, right, yeah, right before the match. It's like he gets attacked or something. I don't know, but, um, yeah. All right, so <clears throat> I got Usos. You got Miz and Morrison. Um. And then here's the next one coming up. Yeah. Next one coming up. We got the least pretty guy in the WWE going against the most pretty guy. It's Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this match has, we've been building up to this one for months. Um, <clears throat> they the two of these guys have been going back and forth with each other, um, really for like I feel like since like December. I could be wrong. I don't remember exactly when this whole feud kind of started up, but um, oh, sorry. Um, apparently my mic is cutting in and out on the live stream. I don't know. Um, I'm just like 
giving up on trying to figure it out. <clears throat> Anyways, so basically, yeah, it was. I think it was in December because at the Royal Rumble they kind of had some interactions in the in the match, um, and I think it's kind of one of those things where like they haven't like had a singles match at all like in this whole rivalry it's kind of been like a lot of like eight man tag matches uh six man tag matches like bunch of other people getting involved um but essentially the context is like Seth Rollins was like the big babyface company um you know he was the big face of the company but then um oh gosh Sorry. <clears throat> I need to fix this real quick because apparently it's bad. Uh-oh. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. All right. We'll see if that changes, works any better. Um, apologies, everyone. Uh, so yeah, it's just, you know, and then Seth Rollins turned heel and, you know, turned on everyone and was just like, I'm the Messiah, like of Monday Night Raw, like, um, I'm going to, you know, right all the wrongs of people who have gotten in my, or who have gotten in my way and all this stuff. And then Kevin Owens has kind of been, Kevin Owens is essentially, they've been booking him as like a modern day, like Stone Cold, where he's kind of like the corporate rebel, um, you know, like going against the grain and sticking it to the man and to Seth Rollins kind of thing. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, I think that's basically it. Um, it's been built, it's been built up pretty well. Um, it should be a good match. Um, cause they're both, they're both entertaining in the ring. Um, so let me jump in with my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. All that buildup is great. I don't care about it at all because Seth Rollins is the most beautiful man on the roster. He's all, in the words of my wife, he's always wet. He always looks like he just came out of the pool. Yep. And that is why he's going to win because Kevin Owens always, every time I see him wrestle, I'm shocked by how agile he is considering how round his body is. I'm like, how is he moving so quickly? Which is impressive. impressive. It's really impressive. He's a good wrestler, but I think it's always shocking to me that he is a good wrestler. Uh, Which is, I just gotta go with with my gut, you know? Yeah, that's fair. I can't, I can't deny that. No, it's hard to, it's hard to go against Seth Rollins and not pick him because he is so good and he is still like kind of top dog in the company, whether or not he's like, a baby face or in not champion. Um, so cause it's hard because it's not like WrestleMania is like the end all be all for all of these rivalries. Like a lot of them will continue on and we'll just keep going with it. Right. So that's why I'm like, maybe Rollins gets the win here, but then, you know, we get a blow off match, you know, at the next pay-per-view and then Kevin Owens wins that one. It's hard to not just go with the good guy here. 
Like, I really want to say Kevin Owens. Dude, you can say Kevin Owens. I think uh, my dad says outside interference, though, to Seth. Ooh. He's had some. He's had a posse for a while, but supposedly they're kind of not going to be around anymore because one of them like tore their bicep or something. So like they're out for like the next nine months. Too many curls um, for the girls. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Kevin Owens. I think that was just what my gut was. Dude, he's too round, man. There's not a chance he can he can roll his way around to a victory. All right, well we'll see, we'll see. I I feel like it's good it's good to differ. Yeah, you know, because we got to make it more interesting Important. as the night goes on, and we're watching because this is for no stakes whatsoever. <laughs> so because there's no fans, so we have to create no our own f- drama. Yep, that's right. We got to do it for them. Yes. Um. All right, yeah, so I got Kevin Owens, you got Seth Rollins. All right, next up, um, <laughs> I don't even know. Where did this come from? What this is. So we have The Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. Boneyard. Boneyard match. What is that? So um, for context, for those of you who don't know what a Boneyard match is, I don't know either because it's never happened before. <laughs> It's brand new. They just made it up. Good. So we literally have no idea what a boneyard match is. Um, when I clicked on everyone, it on Wikipedia, it redirected to buried alive match, but I'm guessing it's not that. Otherwise, they just would have called it a buried alive match. Yeah, right, right, yeah. It was one of those things where it was like, so basically, so for the, the context for this one is that probably like a month and a half ago, two months ago, AJ Styles was in the ring cutting a promo and was just like, oh, like, you know, it's WrestleMania season now and um, I don't have a match yet, but like, I'm Mr. WrestleMania. Like, I'm really good. Like, I'm better than, you know, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker and The Rock and just basically called out a bunch of legends. Yeah. um, Including The Undertaker. And then at at the Saudi show, AJ Styles was in a gauntlet match and the last person to come out was supposed to be Rey Mysterio, but um, he got beaten up backstage right before. So then it was like, oh, like AJ Styles is going to win by default because Rey Mysterio can't come out. And then it's like, they're like, all right, like we're going to give to the count of 10. And if he doesn't, if no one comes out, like then AJ is the winner. And then of course at like nine, like the Undertaker's music hits. Wow. He comes out, just hits one choke slam, and then pins AJ Styles. <laughs> I love <laughs> didn't it. Take, didn't take his hat or jacket off, <laughs> by the way. Even like, better. Total, total disrespect. Um, Fantastic. So it, it was a gauntlet match for a trophy. Undertaker comes in, wins the match on a choke slam without taking any of his stuff off. Walks by the trophy, looks at it, and then just keeps walking. Doesn't even take the trophy. I love he, it. That's fantastic. He, he just didn't. He didn't care at all, and it was just like it, I don't even know. I just I don't even know. But so that was how they set this up, and then 
So then, like, Styles, like, called Undertaker out, and then nothing happened. And then at um, Elimination Chamber, AJ Styles had a one-on-one match, and then Undertaker, like, interfered and cost AJ Styles the victory. And then basically every week since then, one of them has had a promo, and then the next week the other has. Um, But the interesting thing is, from the beginning they've been booking it so that AJ Styles has been making it, you know, more shoot, which uh, for those who don't know, means they're trying to like meld like reality into it. Ooh. Um, and so AJ, St- like he called him Mark Calloway, which is like his actual name. Right. Instead of yeah. The Undertaker, like said a bunch of stuff like about his wife um, and like stuff like that, just to, you know, try to add an extra layer of drama. And in his promos the past couple of weeks, Undertaker has been looking more and more like his American badass biker Undertaker that he was for a few years in the early 2000s Ooh. instead of like the whole dead man gimmick, um, which a lot of people really liked. I really liked that little phase that he had because it was like super different from his normal kind of shtick. Yeah. Um, but it's still, we don't know for sure if he's going to come out like with that kind of gimmick or not, but it's looking like they've been hinting at it. Um, and I think that's basically, yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah, they've just been cutting promos on each other every other week on Raw. Um, and again, no idea what a Boneyard match is. <laughs> so I, like, I don't know if it's going to like happen in a ring. Or not, you know, I don't know what the rules are. So Wild. All I can go off of is just who's fighting in it, and my gut is always gonna go with the Undertaker. <laughs> well, I just I still am frustrated that he's undefeated WrestleMania streak ended at all. Like that seemed like really dumb when it happened at the time. To Brock Lesnar of all people too. This <sighs> man just is trying to get in with Brock Lesnar. Like yep. whatever oh, yeah. it takes. Yep. Uh, which is freaking annoying, but that's so annoying. And if I, it's definitely not going to be aged. No AJ Styles, right? Messing with the Undertaker at WrestleMania, no way. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. But it's like a bummer because they've just made AJ Styles look like bad. <laughs> this. Like he lost in a match to one move to the Undertaker, and he didn't even take his coat off. Like I love that. That's fantastic. It was hilarious. Like, everyone was just like, what is this? <laughs> like, it's hilarious. Like, sucks for AJ, but, like, this was incredible. Right. So, I'm going to go with Undertaker here because I just, yeah, like you're saying, like, they have like they haven't made it look credible at all for AJ Styles to beat The Undertaker. Sure. Um. So, it would just be, like, weird and not make sense if he did. Um. But... My guess is that this won't <clears throat> if this match goes long longer than I would expect, it's gonna be like AJ Styles carrying the weight, I would imagine, because Undertaker's in his fifties now, like and right. obviously just you know, can't do as much as he <laughs> used to be able to do. Um Maybe we'll see yeah, what a boneyard I, match is. Maybe that'll work I know. to his advantage. Yeah, we'll see. Um so are you going Undertaker yeah, as well? Yeah. Yeah. 
it just makes sense. I, I am excited to see this because, you know, I think it will be a decent match, and I am really curious what the heck a Boneyard match is. <laughs> so we'll find out. Um, what's next? Next up is uh, Bailey defending the SmackDown Women's Championship against Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. Um, this was originally supposed to be a six-pack challenge instead of five, but one of them had to drop out because um, I think she got... I think she got sick and they weren't sure if it was. <laughs> so they just like, cause that happened with Ray Mysterio too, is he had to drop out wow. like a couple of weeks ago because he got sick and they weren't sure if it was COVID or not. So they just sent him into self quarantine. Um, so there's like a couple people who like, aren't kind of be at WrestleMania because of that. So Dana Brooke was supposed to be in this match, but she is not um, non-factor Brooke. cause I don't think she was going to win anyway. Um, Dad says Ronda Rousey out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere. If if Ronda's going to get involved in, in a match, it's going to be in the Raw Women's Championship one, not the SmackDown one. Um, but yeah, so this match, uh, the context, let's see. So Bailey's been champion for a while now. Um, she's on a mean streak. She had a Is little she? mini feud with... Yeah, she's, she's full, full heel. No way. Um, yeah, she's got a real... Real great soccer mom haircut. Um, <laughs> real can I talk to the manager vibes. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Um, she had a little mini feud there with Lacey Evans, um, but she beat her. Naomi made a, a big return at the Royal Rumble, um, and she's, she's a fan favorite. Um, she got a one-on-one match for the championship at the Saudi show. Um, but lost in like a real, it was pretty clever actually. So quick story on that is Saudi Arabia is pretty notorious for their, um, awful, like, uh, I guess laws that just like, don't, it's a very patriarchal country. Um, and there's just like not a lot of like, uh, rights for women and stuff. So this is only the second match to ever happen in Saudi Arabia. Um, and they, the women have to wear like really, um, I can't think of the conservative gear. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. Cause they're basically like not allowed to show pretty much any skin. <laughs> um, so essentially what the women do is they'll wear like, some sort of like tights or pants. And then they basically have to wear like a t-shirt, um, like over whatever the top of their gear would be. So essentially they played on that in their match. And like Naomi, like got her arm like stuck in the sleeve of her t-shirt or something. Oh, no way. Like that. Yeah. Like almost like a wardrobe malfunction kind of thing. And they played off of that. And so that's how she lost. That's great. Cause um, it's like a little subversive too. Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, I, I thought it was creative. I, I kind of liked that little angle. Um, but 
so she you know she's coming with the whole vibe of like oh like i didn't really lose to you like i can still beat you kind of thing um and then sasha banks has been bailey's like best friend like for years and they've been a tag team for a while they were the tag team champions at wrestlemania last year um and so the storyline there is like will their friendship like stand the test in this match um mm. And then Tamina is just... Just in it? Just in it. Um, cool. <laughs> which has people thinking like, hey, what if they just really go for the shock here and just give her the victory? Because <laughs> she's like one of those people who she's been in the, she's been with the company for like 15 years as well. And she's like never won a title or like never had any sort of like a real push. Yeah. So like what if they kind of just are like, hey, like you've earned it. You get like a night as champion. And then she like loses it like the next night or whatever. Wow. Um, oh, I should have mentioned that it's also an elimination match too. Um, but so that being said, I think pretty much everyone is expecting it to come down to Bailey versus Sasha. Yeah. Um, and I really don't know who's gonna win because the 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 feel in the kind of internet wrestling community is that one of them is going to like turn on the other mm. and the friendship is going to be broken up. Um, but it's just a matter of who's going to turn on who. Cause right now they're both heels. Um, and so I don't know who they're going to have turn on the other one, which would then de facto make the other person a baby face. Right. My guess is that Bailey is going to stay heel and Sasha will turn face, but I don't know if like that necessarily means Sasha is going to win or lose though. Cause they could do it where it's like, it's there. It's just two of them at the end. And then like, uh, Bailey kind of like turns on her and just like is going at her and then beats her. Or they could do it where it's like they get to the end, they're still friends, and they're like, oh, like, let's just like have a match, you know, like we'll be friends about it though. And like Sasha ends up like pulling out the victory, and then Bailey's like pissed like after the match and then just like beats her up or something. Um, so I don't know. It's tough. It's real tough. What are, yeah. your, what are your thoughts? I'm going, uh, I think it, it kind of strikes me as one of those, uh, I didn't know Bailey was a heel now. Yeah. Which is a bummer because <clears throat> I like Bailey. Uh, I'm a big Lacey Evans fan, but I kind of get, my vibe with this one is that they you have a champion that you don't like and you're like, it's going to be a fatal five way. You're kind of guessing it's like, see, now there's more chances for Bailey to lose. And yeah. my thought is like, that's just a way to pull up the fact that she's going to retain. Right. Especially when you have these filler people. You said Lacey Evans made a run earlier. Sasha Banks, Naomi's back. Who? Why yeah. is Tamina in it? I get the sense yeah. that it's a retain match. So I'm going to go with the Bailey retaining. Yeah. That's like what my gut is telling me. But I'm like, <clears throat> look at the card. Like, At this point... At this point, I haven't predicted any title changes. Oh, I predicted one. The SmackDown tag titles. Because mm. I always get in my own head then of like, how many title changes are they going to have on the card? Yeah. Um, I think I might go Bailey to retain here as well. All right. 
but I'll go with the my parlay will be that the by the end of the night Sasha Banks will be a baby face. Very good. Yeah. That's some drama to the pick. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Um Yeah, I don't know how like good or entertaining that match is going to be. Depends on, uh, that one's going to be all about like the storytelling within the match. Right. So we'll see. Could be good. All right, next up is definitely going to be the most interesting weird match of the night. We got John Cena I've heard of versus him. The Fiend Bray Wyatt in a Firefly Funhouse match. That's the thing, that's his his little cut-up thing, right? Yes. So this one is for sure like I mean, I don't know as a fact, but like my guess is this is for sure not going to happen like in a ring at all. And this one's going to be by far like the most heavily produced. Yeah, match. yeah, yeah. And I think they're going to get weird. I hope they get weird with it. Mm. Um, like someone I saw on Twitter the other day was like, I want to see John Cena do his thing and say, you can't see me. And then he disappears. <laughs> And just like turns invisible or something. <laughs> like let's just go like they're like straight. They're like I don't want this to be as weird as it can possibly. No practical be. effects are straight. Like all in post. Like yes, just absolutely. straight movie magic. Yes, and then have a wrestling match kind of interspersed. Yes, with this just a couple of moves. Weird psychological thriller. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That makes that's sense. what I'm hoping for. That's what I really want that to happen. Um. Dad says Pee Wee Herman out of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, like literally anything. Who knows? Someone. So there's a um, there's like two different channels on YouTube I follow who are all about like the wrestling, like news and like predictions and videos or whatever. And so one of them, <clears throat> what he does is he'll fantasy book pay per views, the big ones. And so when he got to this match. He was saying, you know, it should be like pretty hokey. And he was saying what they should do is like have the fiend lock in like his mandible claw submission move and then have the lights go out. And then when they come back up, it's still John Cena and the fiend in the ring. But John Cena is now his like doctor of thugonomics gimmick. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he cinches in the thing again. The lights go out and they come back on, and then he's in the attire that he debuted in. Ooh! And like play off of the fact of like the thing that like the that Bray Wyatt has been saying is like John Cena like took years off my career, um, like and so then now like he's like taking years like out of John Cena's career, right? Yeah, and essentially almost like erasing his like career. He's as beating a whole. him at every stage of time. Yeah, yeah. That's wild. Which I was like, hey, that's super unique and interesting, and I'd be down for it. But but there's no way. Other people are saying, like, we might get, like, Bray Wyatt's, like, old, like, original gimmick come out and right. fight as well. Some people are saying we should have The Fiend and Bray Wyatt both be there at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, like, split up into the two people and then have them both yeah. fighting him. Yeah. So Wow. This one, I hope they really let the writing and production team just like have free reign on it. Um, I'm expecting it to be fun yeah. either way, but regardless, um, it's going to be the fiend winning here. 
Yeah, dude, I'm going you know straight weird on it. I'm gonna say John yeah. Cena somehow figures out the fun house. Oh my gosh. That, I can't that would potentially be the strangest thing if Cena For found sure. a way to win the match. I can't even tell you how quickly Twitter would explode <laughs> if John Cena wins this match. I mean You'll look so good if he does. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're probably the only person. The only one calling it. They're saying he's going to figure it out. But either way, I'm out. super pumped for this match. I think yeah, it's going to be real that's fun. Yeah, that's really wild. Yeah. Um, this is where like it comes in handy that like it's being pre-taped. Oh, and, totally. Like, yeah. They have time to work on it. All right, here we go. Now we're into the to the main event. Of the uh, the card. Next up, Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against Shayna Baszler. Um, I feel <laughs> like I Kusumana. recognize her from the Rumble. Am I correct? Yeah, she came in at uh, either 29 or 30 and was the second to last person in there. She was eliminated by Charlotte. Got it. She was my prediction to win it. Because my prediction was she was going to win it and then be in this match. But instead, she lost it and then won the Elimination Chamber to be in this match. There we go. Um, Patrick Kusmana says, John Cena seems a nice man. It is. He's in You're right, several Patrick. movies. He's a very, very nice man. He's, uh, I believe, granted the most wishes of all time for Make-A-Wish. Congrats, Foundation. John Cena. A little, little fun John Cena tidbit. He's a regular tooth fairy. He, yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so Shayna Baszler is essentially the better version of Ronda Rousey, um, because she also had a background in MMA. So she's got the technical prowess. She's got the technical prowess. She's but she's much <laughs> more um on the submission side of things. Got it. So her uh her finisher is basically just like a rear naked chokehold Mm -hmm. more or less um but yeah so she has an extensive background in mma she wasn't nearly as dominant as ronda rousey was in the ufc obviously i don't think really many people right had the run that she did um but when she made the transition to professional wrestling it just like translated a lot better for her and she just like it just came more naturally for her she looks more natural and at ease in the ring than Ronda Rousey did. How's she um, on the mic? She's fine. She's definitely better than Ronda, <laughs> but she's like not that great. Hey, just um, better than Ronda was what I was shooting for. Yes, but neither of them holds a candle to Becky on, on well, the mic. I, That's I mean, for sure. Ain't the champ for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, so context for this. Shayna Baszler was in um, NXT for the longest time. And then she uh, was NXT Women's Champion for a really long time. And then she only just lost it like two months ago. Um, 
and then came up to the main roster and immediately after went after Becky Lynch. And then Becky has had the title since WrestleMania last year when she won it. She hasn't dropped it at all. Um, but they've been doing some weird stuff with Becky recently. Um, really? Yeah, she's kind of been on like an ego trip a little bit. Oh, so they're setting which her up is to like, fail? I don't, yeah, I don't know how they're going with it. Like, it's just a weird direction they're taking her, and I don't really see why, like, I just, I don't see why they need to do it. Right, can't they just, I feel keep, like they like could've, they've, just keep her riding high? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, My very educated way, opinion is to just keep it the same. Yeah. That's fair. I think the 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 fandom is pretty split on this one. Really? Um, yeah. And I'm in the camp um where I think Shane is going to win. Wow. Um, and I I've, I've thought that for a while. I was saying that all the way back before the Royal Rumble um that Shane was going to win the Rumble and then beat Becky for the title. Um cuz they've essentially built built Becky up to this point where she's beaten Everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, she has. But so then, you know, here comes Shayna, um, this, you know, unstoppable machine that she hasn't faced yet. And so it's like, if you have Becky beat her, then it's just like, where do you go from there with Becky? Like, she's beaten everyone. She's faced everyone. Like, any rivalry you go to from that point will be, like, revisiting an old rivalry. Um, I mean... Either way, this rivalry is definitely continuing on past WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you that because uh, they can print money with this with this feud. Yeah. Um, I don't know though. I think my my money is on Shayna to win here, and then they can play off of Becky like chasing the title and having to be the underdog. Um, but then, either way, after that, I'm not really sure what they do with Becky. Because either she retains and then she has no one else to face, or she loses it and then, <clears throat> like, she kind of just f- then goes down to like floating around in the women's division. Which unfortunately, like, if you're not in the title contention, like, you're not really doing anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. So here's my question. Yeah. Who's on the poster? Who's on the poster? It's Becky. I, I'll tell you. I was gonna say I would imagine it'd be Becky. Becky's on the poster. Yeah. They can't take the champion off the poster. Listen, I am not going to be upset if Becky retains because I love Becky. She's Lynch. still the face of the WWE app, that game that yeah. they have. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 She's still. I just said. And she was the cover athlete my, for 2K22. It's my fandom that is speaking right now. I, I got to lock my it's, vote in for Becky to win. It's allowed, though, you know, because. I yeah, like I was saying, like I'm more than happy if she retains here. Um, I think either either way, I'll be happy. I think this will be a really, I think this will be one of the best matches of the night Sweet. of the nights. Um, the nights. <laughs> my guess is that this will headline night one, mm-hmm. and um, and then Brock Drew, yeah. Brock, Drew McIntyre will headline night two. Um, but yeah, so, all right, so you got Becky and I got Shayna. That's right. All right, next up is also where it gets real interesting. I don't know how much of this you know about. I don't know so, anything about it. 
I just am so like, ooh, Roman Reigns is actually wrestling. Here you go. So, um, spoiler alert, he's not. What? So, the match is Goldberg defending the Universal Championship against Roman Reigns. Spoiler alert, Roman Reigns pulled out of WrestleMania due to health concerns and was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. What? And as of Monday Night Raw, WWE is still advertising Goldberg versus Roman Reigns as the match. Unbelievable. What the on heck? So many, on so many levels, it's unbelievable. Right. Um, a lot of people are like really frustrated because it's like this is just textbook false advertising. That's right. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, like you're literally trying to get people to buy WrestleMania. It's public knowledge that Roman Reigns is not fighting. Like he's addressed it on his Instagram. He's made comments. Like everyone knows he is not competing at WrestleMania, but they're still advertising him for the match. Yeah, that's like dishonest. I mean, good on Roman for pulling out because for anyone who doesn't know, he's immunocompromised because he's had leukemia twice. Oh, my so God. He's like one of the most at-risk people to get coronavirus and then to like have serious complications right. from it. Um, so he's but it's like, sad no that, like, thanks. <laughs> yeah, it's sad that like he's the one who had to be like, hey, no, I'm not comfortable doing this. Right. <laughs> um, but so... Interesting context on that. According to the dirt sheets, um, which is just like uh, wrestling journalists getting their information from leaks, you always have to take what they say with a pinch of salt. Um, but according to to a lot of them, when they were filming, the day they were filming, The Miz showed up sick, unannounced, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be matched with The Usos. The Usos are cousins with Roman Reigns. Ah. IRL. But so they were supposed to be in the match, and they were like, they were upset about that. And they're like, we're uncomfortable. We don't want to work with him because he's sick. Like, who knows what's wrong with him? Right. And then them being uncomfortable with that, like, made Roman uncomfortable because he was like, you know, if like they're fighting with him, and then like we're all going to be in the same place. And then, um, you know, their family, so he's going to be spending time with right. them as well. Oh, my gosh. He's like, I'm not comfortable with these. So, like, that's a big reason that he big backed out, too, is, like, on top of him being immunocompromised, he was like, I don't want to be here if someone who's sick and we don't here, know what yeah. they have is going to be here. Like, I'm not doing this. So, and this is another match where I don't know how they're going to, you know, explain this one away. That is absolutely insane that they have no idea like yeah yeah that's like like, dishonest goldberg is still defending the universal title at wrestlemania we just have no idea who against and they're waiting until friday night i would assume to write roman out and write someone else are they on raw or smackdown smackdown okay so at least they didn't like try to swap properties to extend it yeah, yeah. Um, so Braun Strowman is rumored to be Roman's replacement. Mm-hmm. Um, and the feeling was regardless, well, the feeling was Roman was going to beat Goldberg for the title of WrestleMania. Um, 
because Goldberg was essentially just supposed to be a transitional champion between The Fiend and Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, but now Roman Reigns is not competing, but I can't imagine he wins now that things have changed. Like, I don't think they're going to change their plans to keep Goldberg as the champion. Really? Yeah. So they think they'll just give it to whoever they throw in there. Yeah. Interesting. Which, yeah, which it's going to be weird either way. Because. So you just described like Goldberg is a stopgap, but you're thinking instead of keeping the stopgap they currently have, they'll put in another stopgap. Yeah. Just to get it to Roman eventually. Yeah, that's my guess. Dude, speaking of who's on the poster, who's biggest on the poster? I'm going to go ahead and guess Roman Reigns. It's Roman Reigns, man. That's why they can't say he wasn't there. I know. It's unbelievable. That's crazy. Um, Yeah. So... I my I, again we don't we don't have any confirmation of who is actually facing Goldberg. So at this point my prediction is just that Goldberg loses to whoever it Weird. is that he fights. Weird. Yeah. Is this do you think it's still going to stay as a championship match? Yeah. That's wild. Cuz my guess is like they didn't I really don't think they had any plans for Goldberg to be champion beyond WrestleMania. Um I don't think they had plans of him even being around post WrestleMania. Like, I think he was just going to drop the title to Roman and then disappear until probably like SummerSlam. Oh my gosh. So, because like he's not going to be a full time guy. Like, he's in his 50s. He's, right. you know, he's not going to show up to every SmackDown. Um, Especially if they had plans to like give it to Roman and he was definitely gonna, you know, be the whole kind of like fighting champion kind of thing. So I don't know. I mean, again, the rumors are that Braun Strowman is the replacement. Um, I'm fine with him winning because I think he deserves to win the title like two years ago when he was facing Brock Lesnar for it mm. and he was like red hot at that point. Um but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, my prediction is just that Goldberg loses because we don't know who he's facing. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm going to take... You've convinced me. So I'm going to lock in that a, a Goldberg loss as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of a good parlay for this one. <laughs> I'm going to say this match... Is under three minutes. Whoa. Because well. Goldberg has two moves in his arsenal. It's his spear and then the jackhammer. It's just his two finishers. Those are the only moves he has. Yeah. Um, Dude, I like that parlay. Yeah. That says, hard to see Strowman as a stopgap. Should he be a heel? That's what I'm concerned about. If it's Strowman... That's the replacement. I'm worried that the way they write it off is that they, he attacks Roman Reigns and like turns heel, which like I don't want to see. Mm-hmm. Is he not a heel right now? He's babyface. That would be tough. Yeah, and I like him as a face, and I think he would be better as like a face champion. But they might just like that might be how they kind of guilty birds of one stone of like. 
you write Roman off and then you also can have like Strowman then come in as like the heel who like attacked Roman to get his spot at WrestleMania. Right, yeah. Um but yeah, so either way, we're both going with Goldberg losing. That's right. Um next up, second to last one. Battle Brock of the Lesner. Meatheads. Oh yeah. Brock Lesnar defending the WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. Drew. 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 Um, <laughs> so I'll just I'm gonna come out right out of the gates with my prediction. It's Drew McIntyre winning. Thank God. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm so glad. I don't even know anything yeah. about the the storyline. So, really, the only context here is what happened at the Royal Rumble, which is. Brock Lesnar was WWE champion. Just went for 100 years. He came out at number one and threw the first 13 or 14 people Stayed out. Stayed in the ring. Like 10 seconds of them. Nobody wanted him. Coming in. Yep. He threw out people like Kofi Kingston, Rey Mysterio. Whoa! Uh, Big E. Uh, who else? Shinsuke Nakamura. All um, the good wrestlers. All the people we wanted to see get a couple of moves in just immediately thrown out. So stupid. And then out comes Ricochet. Again. And he doesn't get immediately thrown out, but he's just kind of dead. And then out comes Drew. Drew. Brock is like, all right, dude, like, let's go. And then Ricochet comes out of nowhere, kicks him right in the nads. And then Drew just kicks him right in the face, over the top rope, eliminates him. The crowd goes freaking wild. <laughs> yeah, it was a big catharsis. I went freaking wild because I was God. so pissed at this match. I was so angry. Um, and then immediately, the catharsis was unreal. Um, so, And then basically, this just been back and forth of basically one of them sneaking up on the other. And like hitting their finisher on them, um, classic. There's really like, yeah, they didn't they didn't really have to do any build for this match because obviously Drew ended up winning the Royal Rumble and then said he was going to challenge Brock Lesnar. So, but you think Drew gets the win? Yeah, I have Drew here because he's he's been long he's long overdue for a WWE title reign. Sweet, um, and. Being able to be the one to, you know, dethrone Brock Lesnar um, is something I think he's definitely worthy of. And the fans are all behind him. Um, he's got massive support. So, yeah, I'm going Drew here. Drew McIntyre has the perfect amount of chest hair. That's my big takeaway. It's It's perfect. He has literally, like, if you built, if you were to build two wrestlers from the ground up, one would be Randy Orton, yeah. and the other would be Drew McIntyre. Yep. It's, do you want the shaved head tattooed look, or do you want the long hair with uh, facial hair and chest hair look? Yes. You get two options. Uh, yeah. I love it. And Yeah. Uh, my pick's always um, going to be against Brock Lesnar, no matter what. I friggin' sure. hate that guy. Yep. He's the worst. He's the um, worst. So I'm pulling for Drew. I will say, though, um, Brock has really sold well to Drew in this whole buildup. That's good. Um, he sold that 
Claymore kick in the Royal Rumble really well. He was like just like laying on the ground for like five minutes after it happened. Um, and then just in the build up to that, like anytime he's like anytime Drew's gotten the upper hand on him, he's sold it really well. So I do think this will be a really good match too. Not necessarily on the technical side. Right. Um, but more of just like it's just gonna be like a a brawl. Uh and I think it's going to be hard hitting, but I think it's going to be really good. And they're definitely going to, uh, you know, try to like bait and switch you of like, oh man, like Brock's just going to like run through him and yeah. he's about to win. But then Drew's just like, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be like taking they, two bowling balls and kind of rolling them together over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and what's great is. WWE posted a video on like Sunday or Monday of Drew training for the match. Yeah. Uh, they had you know, the whole thing of like, he went back home to Scotland, like to train. Very good. Um, and there's a video of him like running, like through the mountains in Scotland <laughs> with like bare, with barrels on his shoulders. It's like so epic. I love it. Yeah. It's great. You got to check. It's like, oh yeah, my dad just talked about. It. He said solely based on his carrying barrels up the mountain in the rain. I forgot it's raining. Oh, in the perfect video too. It's killer, and he's doing it in his ring gear as well. <laughs> it's just like it's like hilarious, but also that. just like so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, yeah. So we both definitely got Drew on this one all day. Booking with our hearts. Oh yeah. All right, and the last match. I have finally. so many questions about this last match. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rhea Ripley defending the NXT Women's Championship against Charlotte Flair. Hit me with your questions. What the heck is Charlotte Flair doing <laughs> in an NXT Women's Championship match? So. What is going on? Little context. Um, as you remember, Charlotte won the Royal Rumble. Yes. So unnecessarily, um, but she did. Yes, you're not a Charlotte fan. I no, no, no. So listen, I think she's one of, if not the best workers in the WWE. Yes, I think she's like incredible in the ring. But I, I feel like she is kind of like what John Cena was in like 2009, where it's like, oh my god, get him off my screen. <laughs> he just is beating everyone. And he just seems to somehow always be champion. Yes. Um, that's just kind of how I feel with her. Like, she is a 10-time women's champion, and she's only been on the main roster for, like, four years. <laughs> it's just, like, overkill. Yeah. Um, and so, like, her winning the Royal Rumble to me was so unnecessary. And I'm just like, I'm fine with her having a title match at WrestleMania, but it's just like, but, like, have like let's like let Shayna Baszler win the Royal Rumble and have her moment there. Yeah. And then you can have Charlotte win like a contenders match or something. But regardless, so for a couple weeks, she kind of teased, you know, just like, oh, like who am I gonna pick? Like, I don't know. Like, do I go for Becky? Do I go for Bailey? Um, or like now that NXT is like a third brand that we can go for, like maybe I go for Rhea Ripley. Um so NXT was always an option. 
Yeah, since Survivor Series, when they kind of like promoted it to be considered a third brand instead of developmental. Yeah. Um, they kind of yeah they just made it be the thing of just like oh like maybe she'll go for NXT. Um, and so then basically it was like two or three weeks of her coming out every week and being like. I'm going to challenge. Just kidding. Like, you have to wait for me to make my decision. That whole thing. Stupid. And then, yeah. And then at one point, like, I think, like, the third time she was doing that, like, Rhea Ripley came out and was just like, I'm done waiting for you to, like, announce it. Like, I'm challenging you to a match Very nice. at WrestleMania. And then, like, Charlotte didn't immediately accept because, you know, she was just like, you don't make the rules. Right, like, yeah, I'm yeah. the one who won, you know, all that stuff. But then eventually basically came to, like, um, Rhea like kept like showing up and like kept like costing her matches and stuff like that to the point where eventually Charlotte was just like, "That's it! Like I've had enough! Like it's you and me at WrestleMania, whatever." Um, sweet, sweet, I dig it. This one is probably the hardest for me to predict because initially I was just like, "There's no way like that Charlotte wins because." Regardless of how they market it, NXT is still like the developmental. Right. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to do? Have brand. Charlotte be the champion of the NXT? Like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, they're not going to like have her like go down to NXT. No. And like, then like be doing huge... like matches and stuff. No way. Yeah. But then a lot of people have been saying like, well, since like AEW, the this new promotion is on the same night as NXT, yeah. they may be have Charlotte win to try to be like a ratings draw to get more people's eyes on NXT on Wednesday nights. And there's a whole slew of matches she can have. That'll be fresh and new Mm -hmm. with like upcoming talent in NXT. And once I started hearing that, I was like, Oh, she might actually win, which is like not what I want to happen. Right. Yeah. So I'm like torn because I really want her to lose. And for the longest time, I was like, oh, Rhea's definitely going to win. And this is going to be like that match that like makes her and like cements her as, you know, like the next big thing. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, I don't know. They might just like kind of be going for the money grab here of like bringing Charlotte down to NXT. And then people are saying they might have her do that. And then they might bring Rhea up to right. the main yeah. roster and like give her like all these fresh matchups. So I don't know. I think you could it's you tough. could make the argument in reverse about the push for NXT. Totally. Like it of Charlotte Flair victory and her dropping down does boost NXT. It potentially damages Charlotte's brand. Right. Um cuz how does she get out of that? Yeah, I don't. Someone else from WWE challenging for NXT and then doing the same thing, like that's odd. There's yeah. no exit strategy. And you could no. just say that a Rhea winning is also a boost for the brand, for NXT's brand. Right. And so either they call her up or they don't, or they're like, Rhea beats Charlotte, and she's wrestling on Wednesdays. Yeah, right, exactly. But, I mean, Uh, I see, too, you could could pop Rhea up to the main roster, too. It's a nice big push for her. But that still promotes the NXT brand, because it's still going to be for the NXT championship. Right, right, right. That's so interesting. Yeah. I dig it, actually. Uh, yeah, I'm into it. I'm like pumped. It's gonna it's gonna be good either way. It's gonna be a great match. I should say that too. It's gonna be a great match. They're both really good workers. They have wicked chemistry together. Um, 
and they have like similar enough styles of fighting too, where it'll be interesting to see like how they mesh and whatever. Cause they're both like really tall yeah. and big um, and strong. And um, was Riri Ripley in the Royal Rumble? No. Okay. Then I don't think I've seen it. She was last year. Um, yeah. I don't think you, you may not have ever seen her. Um, I don't know. I do. I don't know where I fall on this one, dude. I'm going with Rhea, man. I, I like my uh, my Rhea. whole hypothesis here. Yeah, I. I mean, I like it. There's too. no exit strategy if Charlotte wins. What does she do with that? I know. It's not to say that WWE's not made really dumb decisions. And if they truly want to position NXT as a third brand and not as developmental, and just have all these developmental wrestlers that like everyone kind of knows it's second tier, but like. They try to present it as if it's just a third yeah. brand on Wednesdays. Yeah. Then they'll be like, Charlotte Flair like lost, and this person's like just as good because NXT is just as good. But it's like, what? Do you, what? <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'm going with my heart. I'm gonna go with Rhea. Ah, good man. I, yeah, I have to. I just sometimes I just gotta I gotta predict what I want. You know, because that's what I've been doing this I just, entire time, man. Let me tell you. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the way to go. Yeah, I just, I can't take another Charlotte victory. <laughs> <laughs> just can't do it. It's just like it's been so many, and it's just like every time it happens too. It's like always in the mass where it's like, no, like you were supposed to lose this one. Like, <laughs> It was supposed to be the other person's time to like have their moment, but now it's just another moment for Charlotte. Right. Which, you know, again, I should base, I should definitely say like is no reflection on her, right? But yeah. on Vince McMahon, who's booking all these matches and having her win over and over and over again. Um, but man, um, like it's gonna be a good match either way, and I think. In the long run, I'm going to be happy regardless of what happens. But in the short term, I'm going to be bummed if Charlotte wins. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be one of those things where I'm just like, this is probably good for business, but like, this is just tough to see. Dude, again, I'd be shocked. I would go so so far to say I'd I'd be shocked if Charlotte wins. I think it's. I I think I've lost that shock factor with her anymore like they can't surprise me with her anymore <laughs> oh man that's a tough it's spot to be in things. yeah it's not it's not a fun it's spot to fun. be in i'd be so surprised that'd be yeah. my biggest surprise of the entire card if charlotte wins i'll say that i think it makes no Ooh. sense yeah i'm like looking at the card now to see who would be a bigger surprise aj styles beating the undertaker maybe <laughs> I think I'd be most surprised if Goldberg won. <laughs> sure, because he currently I doesn't have a, a partner. There's just no chance like that he's walking out as the champion. But, man. All right, that's fair. So we're both going with Rhea yep. on that one. Wow. And that's, that's the WrestleMania card. And I got to say again, thank God they're splitting <laughs> it up into two nights. For how long it took us to just go through the matches? It just took us two hours to predict who's going to win the matches. Let alone watch them. 
let alone watching them, is going to take several, several, several more hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah, thank God it's two, it's two nights. Um, man, I'm trying to think of, like, a good way to kind of wrap that up. Uh, I think, overall, I think it's not good that WrestleMania is still happening. Yeah, they should. They just should have postponed it. I think they should have postponed it, and I think really what they should have done is just said WrestleMania is canceled this year and is essentially being replaced by SummerSlam. Yeah, like thematically. And so, like, yeah, and it's just like SummerSlam is always is already pretty much the second biggest pay per view of the year. Right. So it's like let's just kick off the summer with all these great matches like and just have WrestleMania be then and like guarantee the safety of everyone and like not just look like morons in PR for just continuing to run your business almost as usual. Right. Um literally every other sporting ev- event the freaking PGA is not yeah. playing golf matches like like if if golf <laughs> isn't even going to consider playing with no fans and they're just canceling like no one should be doing sports. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's a bad, it's a bad look. I, I, and I've, I've talked about this the past like two weeks on stream. Um, and people have asked, so I'll, I guess I'll get your opinion here of why do you think like, what is the benefit or the idea of continuing to have WrestleMania? Like, and having like running it anyway. Well, besides money, <laughs> I I think that's pretty much like it. Like it, it's so man. We're gonna make I said so that, much more money if they do it. I mean, yeah. if you don't do it, you don't make any money. I mean, they already lost a ton of money by like canceling the live event and like right. backing out of like the you know the venue reservation, whatever you want to call it, and all the you know ticket sales, but. I I said I said my things were like I think it's money and I think it's just Vince McMahon's pride of being like the show must go on like we don't cancel for anything. That's just like kind of thing, <laughs> and it's just like not good. They're truly the only. I mean, like TV shows aren't shooting, podcasts are gone remote, like with two people talking is all done remotely now. And I was just thinking like you at most, well, you'll have six people or five people in a ring, but all these people are in the same locker room. When you have all the crew, how many people does it take to be on site? You've got a hundred people. It's gotta be over a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, the limit is 10. It's (laughs) yeah. Yeah. They're not doing golf. I, I think the only reason they were able to get away with it is that Florida didn't legally like put a ban on events larger than 10 people, I think, like by the time that they had shot it or something. Yeah, truly. They're lucky they're was... in Florida. What if they're shooting it at MedLife? Or that they're, they're yeah, like they, training facilities in Orlando. Yeah. I what if think... it was in California? Yeah, there's not a chance. I think um 
either today or yesterday, Florida officially went with the stay at home policy that we have here in Virginia. Um, and supposedly, again, according to like the dirt sheets and rumors, if Florida had like legally declared that before they shot WrestleMania, they would, I think they would have canceled is what was being said. Yeah. But like they didn't. So they were like, show must go on. And apparently backstage, like 99% of like the wrestlers were in favor of like postponing or canceling WrestleMania. Like none of them wanted to like, it's nuts. Do it. But only one opinion matters. That's right, baby. VKM. You know, he canceled the what XFL, up? but he still kept WWE going. I know, going. right? It's like you have at this point way more of a stake in the XFL financially Absolutely. than WWE. Um, like, th- if you canceled this year's WrestleMania, next year's WrestleMania 100% was going to happen. Well, yes. And the same can't be said about funny. the XFL season. <laughs> Right, yeah, totally. What's interesting, too, is like, so WWE Network, it's still going to be, you know, WrestleMania, as every pay-per-view is live streaming on there, and they have it where if you're a first-time, like, user, you get your first month free, regardless of what it is. So, like, anyone who hasn't had a WWE Network account can sign up right before and watch WrestleMania for free. And then if not, it's nine ninety nine mm-hmm. a month. But then they just s- did an agreement earlier this week with Fox to make it available as a pay-per-view for 60 bucks. And I'm like, how in the world is that a thing where they sold it essentially to Fox to air it on, I think, Fox, if not, then FS1. For sixty bucks as a pay per view, when you can just get it for nine ninety nine <laughs> on the WWE Network, I'm like, that doesn't make any sense either. Like, and but that definitely goes to show that it's just like there he's doing it for the right. Money. He's just hoping like some people won't know, like they'll only hear yeah. about the pay per view aspect and like accidentally spend yeah. sixty bucks, you know? Yeah, which I just don't understand. Like at the end of the day, I mean. From a business perspective, you can totally understand why he'd be like, yeah, sure, like, I'll do that because, like, Fox is probably, I would imagine, the one who's, like, paying WWE. Sure, yeah. To be able to sell it. So it's like, if you're Fox, it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, why are you paying millions of dollars to be able to essentially sell WrestleMania as a pay-per-view when people could get it for $50 cheaper? I, that's, and get a whole month of content on top of that. Right. That's just, <laughs> I don't, that's funny. That's like a funny it. oversight. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I mean, clearly weird. it's not an oversight, but it's just weird. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, so at the end of the day, this is going to be a WrestleMania to remember. That's definitely And it's going to be, it's going to be one of the most memorable by memorable, I think of all time. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is interesting because leading up to it, before any of this whole COVID stuff started happening, people were saying like, "Nah, like this WrestleMania is going to be like fine." I think like the matches and the build for them were all kind of just like, eh, "It's going to be all right." Like it's not going to be bad, but I'm not like pumped for it. But now everyone's kind of just like, "Listen, the card is fine, but like this is going to be much w- weird and like." Yeah, like, I got to tune in to see what happens. Right. What the heck is a boneyard match, you know? Like, 
Who the heck is Goldberg going to fight? <laughs> he doesn't have an opponent. Oh, Lord. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Any any uh, any final thoughts on WrestleMania? No, it's just that, man. I just This is, yeah, it's going to be something that's, it's historical. Everything that's happening now is historical, and this is just one more example. Yeah. yeah. It's just, there's so many added layers making it historical and unique. Yep. Um, so we'll see how it happens again for those of you out there if you've never had a WWE Network account before sign up on Saturday afternoon you get it your first month free and you can watch both nights of Wrestlemania totally free um, but then make sure Sunday night after the second night you immediately cancel your subscription <laughs> or else that auto renewal is going to take that 999 but you know what it can still auto renew for up to four months before you you pay less you're still paying less money than you would have paid for the pay-per-view that's true that's true whatever you do just don't pay fox 60 (laughs) dollars to watch oh man um all right well my thanks to brandon for joining the show um it was a a much needed uh little uh, I guess you could say comic relief to this weird, weird weekend we're about to experience. That's right. That's right. One for the record books, for sure. Yeah. Um, be sure. Go. Why don't you? I want you to plug your uh, your socials and stuff so people can check you out and your music. I don't want to get any of them wrong, so I'll let you handle. All righty. Uh, socials. Just search Brandon O'Neill on social if you want to follow me personally. But more importantly, check out the bands Wine and War Paint, and that's yeah. just uh, Wine and A N D War Paint. You can find us anywhere you look. Yeah. Make sure you go give them a follow. I believe. You have another cover video coming out. New cover video relatively should come out tomorrow, soon. I'm hoping. Ooh. So, yeah, that's uh, that's Thursday, April 2nd. Should be a new nice. new video popping in. Very nice. And if you haven't seen it before, then you also have a couple to catch up on, which have all been very That's good. right, and everything's on YouTube. Um, check it out there. Yep. So make sure you go check their music out. Um, as always, you can follow the podcast on social media. Uh, Facebook and Instagram are Sports Talk with Swag. Twitter is STWS Cast. Make sure you uh, check us out on iTunes, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, you can write an email to sportstalkerswag at gmail.com if you have any questions or topics you want covered or if you even want to be on the show. Shoot, I'll have you on. I don't care. Um, other than that, thank you guys for uh, for hanging out with us and listening to us talk some wrestling. Um, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace.